For our Peace Bucket, uh, we're joined by uh, Joe Lombardo, who is the uh, coordinator nationally of the United National Anti-War Coalition, and is also quite active with uh, Bethlehem's uh, Neighbors for Peace. And there's a large uh, anti-war protest being planned in D.C. on uh, March 18th. We're going to talk about uh, there were quite a few large demonstrations recently in um, Europe, particularly uh, opposing um, both NATO and, and supplying arms to the Ukraine at this point. Um, but there's been a lot of division in the peace movement in the United States. Um, well, I think most peace groups do think that uh, you know Russia was wrong, illegally invaded um, the Ukraine. Uh, most peace groups also recognize that the United States and NATO consciously provoked, um, you know, what uh, Russia did. There's also big disagreement as to whether or not uh, the United States should be supplying lots of weapons to the Ukraine. Most peace groups say no, but some people support the right of self-defense say yes. So we've asked uh, Joe Lombardo on to help uh, educate us or to give us an overview of what's going on. So, so Joe, why don't we start off with talking about what's the March 18th rally focused upon? Oh, I will say one thing that I think all the peace groups do focus upon, despite other disagreements, is the need to dismantle the American war machine. So, Joe. On March 18th, we'll be holding a rally. Uh, March 18th is a significant date because it's the uh, 20th anniversary of the U.S. invasion of Iraq. And we think it's important to um, point that out in light of what's going on in Ukraine. Um, because uh, it, it highlights the hypocrisy of the United States with all the invasions and occupations and millions that have been killed in the U.S. wars um, to then be uh, critical in the way they are of Russia uh, is, is the height of hypocrisy um, in my um uh, estimation, especially since we believe the U.S. And, and NATO really provoked this war and were trying to see this war happen because they thought it was a, through sanctions and through the war they could destroy Russia, which I think was their goal. However, there is a large coalition, and it's it's unique in the sense that it's the first time some of these groups have really gotten together to pull in the same direction. It includes UNAC, my own organization, United National Anti-War Coalition, and the Answer Coalition, the other major um, anti-war coalition in the United States. It includes Code Pink and World Beyond War and Veterans uh, for Peace. And there's a interesting network that was formed recently called the um, Network uh, um, uh, Against War in Ukraine, that's involved, but um, somewhere over 90 groups at this particular point have endorsed this rally. So we're hoping it can be good. Uh, we know that it's been difficult to organize large rallies in the United States recently because the movement has been weak, the left has been weak, um, and those two things are related. But also there was the COVID um, uh, situation. People haven't fully come out of that yet and are, are a little weary of coming together in large actions. Um, but we've also been so divided and we've been peppered with so much propaganda and so much censorship against anti-war issues. And both parties are pro-war at this particular time that it has divided the anti-war movement and even some people within the anti-war movement um, will not support this action because they really support the war in, in Ukraine. 
So um, we think this could be a, a, a good step forward for us, even though um, our position um, against the war in Ukraine and for negotiations and a ceasefire is not one that's supported by the media, not one supported by the powers that be in this country. We think uh, it is one that's winning a lot of support among the people in this country. And we're hoping to see a good-sized demonstration at the White House on March 18th. And there is transportation from um, the Whole East Coast. Uh, that people well, can well, well speaking, speaking of a ceasefire, you know, once again, that's an issue that divides some people. Most peace groups believe you you stop wars, period. Uh, others argue, well, if we stop the war now, those who believe that Russia needs to go back to its prior territories argue, well, that won't occur. What what type of ceasefire, you know, you know, is possible. And I've also read that both China and Brazil have recently been pushing various peace ceasefire proposals. Is that gaining, gaining any traction within the Biden administration? No, none whatsoever. Biden does not want to see peace. Um, so uh, um, I, I think that there have been ceasefire proposals in the past. We saw the, the two Minsk Accords, which were ceasefire agreements which were never abided by um, by the Ukrainian military. They continued to attack the people in the Donbass. And even before the uh, February, last year of February invasion by Russia, uh, they had killed 14,000 people in the Donbass. So they did not abide by those agreements to cease fires in the past. And I think it was at the behest of the United States that did not want to see the ceasefire. But we've now learned from the former French prime minister and the former German prime minister that the West never had any intention of doing those ceasefires. They were just hoping that it would give the US and NATO more time to build up the military of the Ukraine, which they did, trained and armed by the United States and NATO to be the largest um, and most powerful military in in um, in Europe. And they intended to use this against Russia. Um, so they were not for ceasefire agreements before. And since last February, there's been two uh, periods of negotiation between Russia and Ukraine. And on the behest of Britain and the United States, um, they got Ukraine to pull out of those. But had the first one happened, which was last March, right after the invasion, it is likely that all that would have had to have happened was uh, Ukraine agree that Crimea would stay as part of Russia, which the vast majority of Crimeans want, and that they stop attacking um, Donbass and uh, the Lugansk and Donetsk People's Republics and the Donbass. Uh, that could have been the basis of an agreement. It no longer could be the basis of an agreement because the more and more long-range missiles that the U.S. gives to Ukraine, Russia thinks it has to push back further and further and further to make sure those missiles can't hit its territory and now the territories of Donbass and so forth, which, which they are in control of. We only so, have about two two minutes left. So let me sneak yes. in a two part question. Yes. Um, you know, is there any transportation being organized? You know, for March eighteenth in the capital district, and then second, um, this is this March eighteenth event is also about other wars and conflicts the United States is engaged in. You want to quickly touch on that a little bit? 
Yeah, well, we know Palestine is exploding right now. There's the new right-wing government has been attacking people all over the place and killing people, killing children in, in um, Palestine. But all the other wars, Yemen and so forth, that the U.S. has been involved in and is involved in with its um, uh, uh, bases all across the world and its military surrounding um, countries and its sanctions. So we're, we're including all those wars, although Ukraine is the center of it. People can get information on transportation. I can give you the information for the capital district. But for anybody that's listening to broadcast, if you just go to unacpeace.org, U-N-A-C-P-E-A-C-E.org, you'll see an article with links to the transportation. And you can see what transportation is being organized or how to get hooked up with transportation from the areas that you are. But there's transportation from capital district and all throughout the entire east coast uh anything going on from with our local congressmen united states senators uh pushing for peace stopping the war no they all support war um and i understand bethel neighbors for peace it also does a what a weekly visual on monday or are you gonna we have do. any special speakers right before the march 18th maybe get some media coverage uh um, yes. Well, tomorrow we have a, um, a, a film at the Bethlehem Library at seven o'clock. Um, tomorrow being Thursday? Tomorrow being Thursday. Sorry. March yes. 2nd. And every, yes. And every Monday at four to five until daylight saving time, and then it'll be five to six, we have a vigil at um, Four Corners in Del Mar, which is... Uh, uh, Delaware Avenue and Ellesmere Avenue. And I urge people to come. Well, thank you very much, Joe Lombardo, uh, United uh, National Anti-War Coalition and Bethlehem's Neighbors for Peace. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.